For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, as you all know, the conference champions were decided this past weekend. It is Monday, January 30th. We have the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs moving on to the Super Bowl, 2022 Super Bowl being played in 2023 in Arizona. In February, next month, a couple weeks from now, Chiefs and Eagles, it's going to be its going to be a hell of a matchup, but we're not here to talk about the Chiefs and Eagles. We're here to talk about the Jaguars. What's going on with the Jaguars right now? Again, their season has ended uh, a little over a week ago. We've been talking about the offseason, free agents, the NFL draft, all that fun stuff. But now it's Senior Bowl week. And for y'all that are unfamiliar, the Senior Bowl is an all-star game, college all-star game, where a lot of the top prospects in the draft are going to be participating. And so what are you looking for here in the senior bowl? You're looking at the practices. There's going to be three practices this week. There's the American team, the national team. Um, Practices are what's key. You see one-on-ones, you see a lot of good stuff, not as concerned with the actual game, which is next, which is uh, Saturday, but you're concerned with these practices again, because you're seeing players match up with each other one-on-one. You're seeing different skill sets. You're seeing them maybe be aligned in ways that they were not aligned as much in college that they think might project better to the next level. There's a lot to look at here. I'm really excited for the senior bowl this year. I think it's a fun crop um, and certainly some, some different areas where it's really strong, different portions of the rosters. Um, But for today, I just wanted to look at a few players that I think Jaguars fans should have their eye on this week. Um, and, and the guys I picked out here, they're not the only players we're going to talk about. They're not the only players that the Jaguars could potentially target from the Senior Bowl. They're just some players that I think with their skill sets, the Jaguars will have interest in. And I think they're players that with their skill sets, if they go out and perform well in Mobile this week, um, that they'll have a chance to rise up draft boards really high. And then some of these guys are already borderline day one, day two picks. So we'll, we'll jump into them. But these practices, they're going to be Tuesday to Thursday. If you're interested in trying to watch, um, they're, they're not going to be all televised. If you look at Tuesday, February 1st, tomorrow, um, you're not going to have anything televised during the actual portion of the practices, but then there's going to be a recap show from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on NFL Network. Uh, Wednesday, February 2nd, uh, 12.30 to 2.30, national teams practice will be televised on ESPNU, and then 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., American team will be televised on ESPN2. Later on, you can watch the recap show again on NFL Network from 8 to 9, and then you'll have the same schedule on Thursday, February 3rd, where ESPNU's got the national team from 12.30 to 2.30. ESPN2 has the American team from 3 to 5, and then um, the, the recap show again will be later that evening. You've also got the Shrine game going on, the Shrine Bowl going on, which has an, a, a lot of talented um, prospects in its own right. I think both of these 
these all-star games are fantastic for the prospects, fantastic for teams to get eyes on them, for scouts to get more eyes on them, for them, again, to see them on the same field as some of the other competition that's going to be drafted. I think that's huge for teams to just see all these different prospects together on the same field. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I would be there this week, but wasn't able to get out there this year. Mobile, about a six-hour drive. Um, just had some things come up that not able to get out there. But my buddy Clay Harbor will be out there. He'll be um, he'll be my my eyes on the ground there. So I'm excited for it. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot to to parse and sort through, and many many players to talk about. We're going to focus on. Uh, four players here and then a group of uh, a position group from the American team that I think is really fascinating, really interesting, really talented group. So four players and then we'll get into a position group from the American team. Um, if you enjoy this type of content, please hit that like and subscribe button. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. I'll be talking about all these prospects from now until the draft. Uh, obviously, I'll be talking about free agency prior to that. Jaguars have some huge decisions to make, but for now, for this vid, for this episode of Duval Daily, we're going to be focused on senior bowlers to watch. Let's get into it. Sorry for talking your ear off for five minutes before we even talk about these players, but I kind of like to set the stage for what we're talking about for this event, for different things that we talk about throughout the year. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into some of these prospects. The first guy I want to bring up here is Cody Mock. He is an offensive tackle from North Dakota State, which I know probably 10 years ago, people were like, North Dakota State? Maybe longer. But now North Dakota State, even though they are not a Power 5 or FBS school, they produce NFL talent every year. They get guys drafted. And one of those next guys is going to be Cody Mock. And Cody Mock is a really interesting watch, a really interesting study, uh, because he's a former tight end. He is an incredible athlete at the offensive tackle position. He's six foot six and three hundred pounds. Another interesting part about this evaluation is that he has short arms. So how do you, and when we're talking about short arms, the threshold for a lot of teams that you hear about is thirty three inches. His, I believe, are going to be around 32 and a half, which is a good bit shorter than teams like. And the reason length matters is because you're going up against guys like Trayvon Walker, who have vines for arms. And uh, so, so length, your ability to make first contact, to strike in the place you're trying to strike, it matters. It matters a lot for offensive tackles and for, for um, pass rushers. So that's an interesting thing. How do you foil the fact that he does have short arms? with the fact that he's also an incredible athlete. I think his athleticism helps him overcome the fact that he has a little bit of short arms. His foot quickness, uh, his ability to get to his spots is is incredible. Again, a former tight end, and he moves like a really good athlete. Um, he has good overall balance. Uh, I really like that he's rarely been penalized throughout his career. Usually you see offensive tackles, offensive linemen in general, a lot of guys getting five-plus penalties every year. You did not see that with Cody Mock. And that matters. Um, his hands, they are always outside. Uh, I think I would like to see him potentially work that and be able to get his hands on the inside of defenders a little bit more, uh, get get into the chest and trying to control that way. But 
Uh, that's just one little scouting note. He gets to places on the field you just wouldn't expect. Like when the play starts, if you look where he is to, to where like middle of the play, end of the play, his ability to maneuver the field, um, it's unparalleled by any offensive tackles I've seen in this particular class. It's really wild. Um, he can be guilty of overshooting, taking bad angles in space, uh, trying to get to the second level, but uh, love, love his athleticism, love his overall ability to, to get to that second level and make an impact. He has the ability to finish blocks, drive guys into the ground, show some independent hand usage and pass protection, which you love to see. Uh, the pass sets are fairly clean from a footwork perspective. I do think he plays a little upright at times, but uh, it's going to be fantastic to see him this week against all this other competition. Because again, it's not like North Dakota State doesn't face any NFL competition. They do. Like they play FCS, FBS teams. They play really talented FCS teams that are also going to send guys to the NFL. But getting him out here in this setting is going to be really good for Cody Mock, I believe. I think he's going to have a good week. And uh, another thing about Cody Mock, when you talk about his, why do I connect him to the Jaguars? I connect him to the Jaguars. Because of the athleticism, uh, when you talk about Doug Peterson, Phil Rauscher, some of the things they're trying to do with this offensive line in the running game, the athleticism that he brings to the table is huge. The other thing is, it's all about getting your best five on the field. I think Cody Mock might potentially have five position versatility on the offensive line, which is incredibly rare. It's hard to find guys that can play all five positions. I think Mock might be able to do that. I definitely think he can play guard and tackle for you. Um, the Jags don't need a center, but getting a guy who could play guard or tackle and potentially do it at a high level and raise your level of athleticism on your offensive line I think that makes a lot of sense for a team that has such a speedy back that you want to get into space like Travis Etienne. So I think a guy like Cody Mock is definitely someone the Jaguars could be interested in. I currently have a second-round grade on him. If he plays well, if he performs well throughout this um, pre-draft lead-up at the Senior Bowl and goes out and performs at the Combine, I think you could see him potentially sneak into the back end of the first round. So he's a really interesting one for me. Can't wait to see what he does this week. And he is on the national team. Our second national team guy is Keon White, who is a defensive lineman, edge rusher out of Georgia Tech. And he's another guy that really freaky athlete, really impressive athlete overall, right? Um, and those are the type of guys the Jaguars have have shown that they like. He's 6'5", 286. Uh, Georgia Tech transfer from Old Dominion. He was recruited as a two-star tight end. So our first two guys we're talking about are former tight ends that have switched positions and have kind of flourished. Uh, Keon White, again, 6'5", 286. The most impressive thing about his draft profile at 6'5", 286 is... How athletic he is. Again, another trend here. The Jaguars like athletic players. They like adding guys that um, really raise their level of athleticism overall. And running through some of my scouting notes on Keon White, um, he does have an arsenal of moves. He doesn't always get to them. Uh, he has great quickness and athleticism at his size. But he has a spin move. He has a bull rush, long arm. He can stack moves together. Uh, plays with good pad level overall. Really good 
bend and flexibility for his size. Again, 286 pounds, can rush from the interior, can rush from the edge. He can kind of align all across the defensive front, which is another thing the Jaguars really value is that versatility, the ability to line players up at different spots. Um, good get off, uh, Mostly plays with his hand in the dirt, but can rush from a two-point stance as well. He wins on the inside track more often than not when you're talking about him rushing from the edge rush. Uh, From outside the tackle, he usually works his way in. He doesn't normally kind of try to get on that outside arc. He's usually more of a straightforward type of guy, but does have the athleticism and twitch, I think, to potentially add that. He's a bit of a bull in a china shop right now. That can be good and bad. He definitely needs technical refinement, processing, uh, consistency. Um, when the when he flashes those that arsenal of moves and that athleticism, it hits and it's a thing of beauty. But it still needs to be refined. He needs to get a lot more consistent. Um, but naturally strong, freak potential, great athlete, great size. Did not start playing defensive end until college. So this is a guy that I think, if you talk about where is where is he now compared to where his ceiling could be? Yeah, there, there's a huge gap in my opinion. So I think there's some risk with Keon White if you want to talk about him as a as a late first or or early second type of guy. I think there's risk there because he does have so far to go still, but there's also potentially massive reward with his skill set. Um, so he's a guy that I think the Jaguars could have interest in again because of his positional versatility across the defensive front and his overall athletic profile. Um, and he actually does have a little bit of a pass rush arsenal. It's just about being able to get to it more consistently. And I think mock and white, if they're available in the second round for the Jaguars are two guys, I would definitely be keeping an eye on. Would I view them as players that the Jack could potentially nab at 24 overall? I think that would be a little bit rich for me. But if either one of those guys was available when the Jaguars wanted to pick on day two, definitely think you could be looking at them. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Switching to the American side of things. Both are running back. Somebody who I've been really fascinated by throughout this draft process. It's Kenny McIntosh out of Georgia, and he has a tremendous skill set as a receiver out of the backfield. Not only as a receiver out of the backfield, but he can line up in the slot. He can line up out wide. He has great speed. He's a player that I think would would come into the Jaguars offense if you wanted to sub ETN out. Excuse me. You get a guy in here who is probably every bit as fast and has tremendous third down skill set. Again, a guy that you can use in a lot of different ways as an offensive weapon is Kenny McIntosh. So I think, uh, do you see him lined up during senior bowl practices at receiver, at slot? Do you see him taking some of those reps? I would like to see it because he's got that skill set. You saw it at Georgia when they used him that way. 
Um, so if you're just talking about somebody who could come in and potentially be a compliment to Travis Etienne, I think it could be a guy like Kenny McIntosh. And now he's not going to be the thunder to Travis Etienne's lightning. It's not going to be that type of compliment. It would really be just another guy that adds speed and playmaking to your offense, which I don't think you can have enough of in the modern NFL, especially when you have a play caller like Doug Peterson and a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. So I think Kenny McIntosh with his speed and, and receiving chops at the running back position is really impressive. I'll be keeping an eye on him for the American side. And this next guy is someone, if you've watched this channel, you've probably heard me talk about a lot. Luke Musgrave, the American tight end, uh, missed a, a most of 2022 with an injury that he suffered. Um, only played in the first two games of the season, but this is an incredibly productive tight end over the last couple years. Uh, he had 11 catches in the first two games. He was really dominating as a receiver. But he's 6'5", 250, tremendous athleticism. He's going to be running like 4'4", four, 4'5". Four, four, he's got great hands, really good ball skills. Uh, he's a willing blocker, a guy who there's some high-level reps of him blocking, but also some where you're like, we need to clean this up a little bit. Um, he's kind of in that Evan Ingram mold in terms of how you would use him. They're not the same type of athlete. I think Musgrave um, is a little bit more linear, and he certainly brings uh, more consistent hands to the table than Evan Ingram did coming out of college. Uh, but I think if you got both of those guys on the field, you bring Evan Ingram back, and then you also attack the position with Luke Musgrave, I think you could create mismatches that would make it difficult for any defense to deal with you. Um, and so he is a guy, I think, Luke Musgrave, depending on how the board falls, depending on how the Jaguars handle business and free agency, I would not be surprised if they are interested in Luke Musgrave as early as 24 overall. I really wouldn't. And I know some folks think that's a reach, but when I look at Luke Musgrave's profile, I know he missed time this year, but... He's a very good route runner, and he's not like an advanced route runner. He's a naturally gifted route runner because of his athletic ability, because of his speed and explosiveness and quickness. Um, and he's just a guy that has tremendous ball skills and a guy who's a willing blocker, will line up in line. I think actually really Oregon State used him as a blocker far too often uh, because he's, he's your most talented player on offense. Give him the football. Uh, I think you can just do so many different things with him within a Doug Peterson offense with that speed, with that size, that catch radius. I think if he has a big week, he's going to end up being, for me, he's already TE1 right with Michael Mayer. They're right in the same range. I think that he's going to be in that range for a lot more people once they get eyes on him this week. I know people want to say he's raw, but he's not a raw receiver in my mind. He's got great ball skills. He knows how to run routes. He's an extreme athlete. I think he's going to be a mismatch problem at the next level. And look, it can take a couple years for tight ends to to really uh, hit the ground running in the NFL. You see that often because they kind of have to know how to play multiple positions in terms of, well, on this play, I'm a blocker. On this play, I'm a receiver. It's hard to balance that sometimes for, for young tight ends. But I think Luke Musgrave gives you a chance to come in and be an incredible compliment to Evan Ingram if you bring Evan Ingram back and create an advantageous uh, mismatch over the middle of the field pretty much week in and week out. If you have Evan Ingram and Luke Musgrave on the same field, that that's a lot of speed, a lot of size, and um, I think it would be really difficult for teams to deal with that with Doug Peterson dialing up the plays. 
So we're going to wrap it up here with the American group wide receivers. And I have not watched all of these guys, but there's like a handful of these receivers that I think just could be uh, could be values for the Jaguars later in the draft, and, and they could see themselves rise up the board with good performances. Uh, you start with the guys that I've watched. Um, Nathaniel Tank Dell out of Houston. He is undersized, but he is and very undersized. But he's an incredible athlete, and he has from a from a from a technical standpoint, from a skill standpoint as a receiver, like he has everything you're looking for outside of the size portion of it. And so this is a guy who maybe as a third or fourth round pick, you bring him in, you add speed to your team, you add playmaking to your team, you add a guy who is a polished receiver, he's just undersized, and a guy who's a superstar returner. Now, I'm a huge Jamal Agnew fan, but would it shock me if the Jaguars were like, well, we love Jamal too, but could we get cheaper at our return man slash like fifth, sixth receiver on the roster? They definitely could. I would love them to keep Jamal Agnew, but if they decide they want to go in a different direction, Tank Dell could certainly be a worthy replacement. And then you look at guys like Dontavion Wicks, Rishi Rice, Xavier Hutchinson, local kid Xavier Hutchinson, shout out to him. I think all three of those guys have the potential to be kind of a possession receiver for you. Dontavion Wicks, I think, has a long way to go uh, from a technical standpoint, route running. But Rice and and uh, Xavier Hutchinson, they both have the size you're looking for. Uh, they both have ball skills. Uh, they both are, are good route runners. They don't have the same type of game. Rishi Rice is a little bit more of that quick twitch, that uh, that catch radius guy, but Xavier Hutchinson brings some of that to the table too. I think Rice is a little bit more explosive, whereas Hutchinson is a little bit more refined. Hutchinson's a little bit bigger. I think if you're wanting to upgrade your receiver room from a possession standpoint, because it's likely that Marvin Jones might not be back, you know, at 33 years old with an expiring contract. If you want to replace that type of guy in your offense, I think Xavier Hutchinson and Rishi Rice could be really good options. I think Dontavion Wicks early on is probably more of a uh, more of a gadget type player early in his career. He had a rough rough final year at Virginia. It was kind of a mess over there. Uh, so we'll see how his draft stock is impacted and where he's at from like a a route running and, and technical standpoint here at the Senior Bowl. But love, love, love Xavier Hutchinson. Rishi Rice, even Tank Dell, different role, different type of player. But Tank Dell is really fun. Highly encourage you all to keep an eye on all these players this week. Um, We're going to keep talking about the Senior Bowl throughout the week, Senior Bowl practices. So we'll run through a lot more of the guys on the rosters. If you all have any players specifically that you want me to talk about, feel free to let me know on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, or you can let me know in the comment section below, and I'll do my best to – to, you know, if y'all have interest in specific players, I'll do my best to cover them on the show. Tell you what I think about them. But that will do it for this edition of Duval Daily. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. You can hit that like and subscribe button, the notification bell here so you don't miss a show. Thank you so much for your support, Duval. Have a great Monday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.